Thank you for this wonderful day. Amen. It wasn't promised to us, Lord God. I am grateful that you woke me up this morning, and I'm going to give you all the praise and the glory that is due to you. Getting rid of all the static and the distractions that so much cause us to miss the opportunity to enjoy your presence. Yes. And so, Father God, I want to enjoy your presence, even if it's by myself. We welcome the Holy Spirit into this place in which we worship, Father God. I bring nothing but joy in my heart for you, God. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy. You woke us up. You got us up out of those beds this morning. You didn't have to. And so we deserve nothing that you give us. Nothing that you give us. We deserve it. We haven't earned it. We haven't worked for it. But we honor you anyway, Lord God, because by grace you gave it to us. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful that you are God of all the universe. Yes, And I ask you, oh God, to empty me out, to clear my mind of any distractions that may cause me to not speak the words that you have placed in my spirit, Father God. I ask you to remove all distractions from this place. Open up the ears of the people, Lord God. Alleviate their worries, Father God. You already got it. under control it's all in your control and it will happen in your time and so God we trust you and we stand on your promises that you will do what you said you would do you are not a a God to break promises that you've made to your people Father God and and I, I believe that and I thank you Lord God for this opportunity to preach the gospel to bring good news to people who might be hurting or lost or not certain or unsure of where to go, who to turn to, and what to do next, Lord God. But you said you know the plans you have for us. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Plans to prosper us and, and not to harm us, Father God, to give us a hope and a future. So I trust that, Lord God. I trust Jeremiah 29 and 11. I, I trust John 3 and 16. I trust that what we ask you will perform. I trust Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I trust all that you have given us in your word, Father God. And I thank you, God, for this day. And I ask you, Lord God, to continue to bless us and keep us and close the mouths of the negative and and shut down anything that's not like you in this place, Lord God. Right on the tongue, Father God. Remove the negative energy from this space and bring in the positive, glorious energy that only you can bring to us. We ask you, oh God, to help us to focus and concentrate on what it is that you want us to do as an individual and as collectively as a church family, Lord God, to build each other up and not tear each other down, Lord God. I cast out that devil. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let your Holy Ghost, Lord God, take over this place. Right now. Whatever the issue is, Lord God, we know that you got it all under control. And it's all in your hands. And you will do with it what you want. Yes. Because you are God and not us.
You made us and not we ourselves. So whatever it is that we're going through, Father God, we know that you built us to handle it. And we thank you for this glorious opportunity to stand before each other to declare that Jesus Christ is Lord and that you are our God. And for that I say thank you. Holy Ghost, we love you. Jesus, we thank you. God, we appreciate you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We get tired of all the foolishness, all the negative. Sometimes you have to shut the enemy down because the devil is always busy, always wreaking havoc and always bringing division and always bringing separation to God's people. It is time for us to shut him down for good, actually, and not allow whatever issues we may have to interrupt our Jesus flow. Amen? It's time for us to bring God into the place every Sunday and not bring the devil with us. Keep him outside because we don't need that in here. If you would turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verses 6 through 8. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verses 6 through 8. This is God's day. This is Sunday. This is the day that we have set aside as Westerners to worship God, and we need to give him his just due. Him. And you have it, if you would please stand on God's word, out of reverence for his word, and we will all read it together. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 6. Wait. I planted the seed in your hearts, and Apollos watered it, but it was God who made it grow. It's not important who does the planting or who does the watering. What's most important is that God makes the seed grow. The one who plants and the one who waters work together with the same purpose and both will be rewarded for their own hard work. You may be seated in his presence. And I want y'all to focus on verse 8. The one who plants and the one who waters work together. Not against each other, not apart from each other, but they work together with the same purpose. The same purpose. Now, if our purposes are different, then we can't work together. But the one who plants and the one who waters work together with the same purpose. And both, both. See, God won't leave you out. If you do your part, you'll be rewarded for that. So it says both will be rewarded for their own hard work. 
So you won't be rewarded for my work and I won't be rewarded for your work. You'll be rewarded for yours and I'll be rewarded for mine. But together, we got to do this thing together. Because it's division that separates churches and causes churches to really fold, if you, if you want to know the truth. It's not the lack of support. It's all the division that goes on. All the he said, she said foolishness and all the gossip that happens in the church. All the, all the bitter seeds that are planted are not good seeds. We're good trees. We're good trees in this place. And God wants us to understand that in order for us to be ready for the harvest, we got to work together. Thus is the reason for my title, Are You Ready for the Harvest? <laughs> you want the harvest to come, are you ready when it comes? Are you ready, are you ready for the harvest? We talk about all this stuff, we want this and we want that, but are you ready for it? And God is not going to give it to us if we're not ready. Paul planted the seed of the good news message in people's heart. He was a missionary pioneer. He brought the message of salvation. Apollos came along and watered the seed. He helped the believers grow stronger in their faith. So it's not about numbers. We got to get the numbers out of our head. It's about the souls that need to be fed the word of God. Be it three or 33. So Apollos watered the seed. He helped the believers grow stronger in the faith. Paul founded the church in Corinth. And Apollos built on that foundation. Yes. But tragically, the believers in Corinth had split into factions, pledging loyalty to different teachers. You got to be aware. You can't listen to every wind of teaching. Amen. Amen. If after the preacher's work is completed, God is the one who makes Christianity grow, not numbers. It's the number of people who are coming into the light of Christ. You can't harvest what you haven't planted. Amen. A lot of people talk about, we're always wishing for something they do not possess. But it is within your reach. Yes. If you'd only extend your hand. Yes. If a man is to be great, his reach must exceed his grasp. Amen. Amen. <laughs> well, what is the heaven for? When I started this church, I expected for it to grow in numbers, and it did for a while. But then people fell off. But the seed was still planted. Amen. The harvest is plentiful, but very few people reap it because... They have not sown anything to reap. Mm -hmm. What type of harvest are you investing in? Mm -hmm. You can't sit around and complain about what you don't like if you're not willing to change it. Right. And a lot of times, people don't bless things for God to, or plant things for God to bless. They just plant a bunch of foolishness. So God ain't going to bless no foolishness and he don't dwell in the midst of confusion Amen. and he ain't going to bless no mess. Amen. When you have planted yet see no growth, you can't get tired, you can't get ticked off or even be tempted to give up like me. 
Yes, I fell short of what I expected from the people, but I refused to faint trying to figure it out. Amen. I used to always go, to, why do you think they're left? What do you think? It don't matter. Amen. They are not here. But the people who are here, that's the seed I will continue to grow and plant good seeds into their souls. Amen. And that's what matters, the people that are here. Amen. I used to think that I failed. But God sent me an angel to say, you didn't fail. Your work was not in vain. Amen. As a church, I often ask what kind of impact we have on some of these godless communities. How often do we take the opportunity to share Christ with the lost? I usually think of what I could say to convince somebody that Jesus is the way. Amen. And I thought that my attempts at evangelism were unsuccessful, but God reminded me today is to plant the seed. Amen. Oh, yes. Amen. Somebody else may come along and water it, but Amen. it is me that provides the increase. Oh, yes. So don't worry about what you don't see right now. Yes. All those people that came through this church, you planted a seed, which is my word. So they took that word and they went out amongst other people to share it. The people that have crossed my path, they walked away informed and enlightened by the word of God. And that is the seed that was planted in their lives. And so for that, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for all those people that I met. And I still keep in touch with most of them. I do. And they reach out every now and then on Facebook. They'll IM me. Because they don't want people to know they're still reaching out. And that's fine. And that's fine. I don't need fanfare. Amen. I just need to know that the seeds that I planted in your life worked. Yes. So those people that have crossed my path, those seeds were planted in their souls. So I'll continue to keep trying and I'll continue to sharpen my pencil to write and, and I'll continue to listen to God and hear what he has to say and do what he says do and listen to his direction. And I'm more focused and I, and I think deeper. And, and now it's, it's about motivating others to be able to come here and hear the word of God. So. You know, we've been praying that God will send worshipers to the church, but we want God to also send workers. Right. Amen. It's okay to have worshipers, but what about the people who are supposed to be working? We need workers. We need people to man the the, the sound machine when when Joshua and and, and Marjorie is not here. We need people to preach the gospel when Pastor might be not here. We need people to serve. Ushers. People to to greet the folks at the door. We need workers too. We not only need worshipers, but we need workers. So we need to be praying about that. For God to send us some workers. What is our message? God is love and we need Jesus. (laughs) Jesus should be our motivator. He is the way. I mean, we can use social media as our platform, and that seems to work a little bit. 
But if we really want to be effective channels for the good news, we must continue to ask God to give us the heart for the people. Oh yeah. You don't have, if you don't have a heart for the people, you shouldn't be in this business. You gotta have a heart for the people, good, bad, and different. Because mm -hmm. not everybody's gonna be nice, and not everybody is good, and not everybody's gonna be kind, and not everybody's gonna follow instructions and directions. Not everybody, you're gonna have some people that rebel. Yeah. But how will you deal with it? Compassion. often told that you have a pastor's heart, really? Because you have to have patience to do this business. And a lot of times you want to say some things that might wound some folks, so you ask God to brighten your tongue so you don't say those things. You know, we're human too. We hurt. We have disappointments. We might be strong in many areas of our lives, but yet we are still human. And every now and then, we need encouragement. Oh, yeah. And we just need to know that we have your support. Yeah. Showing up is great. I love that about y'all. I love seeing your faces on Sundays. But I want you to do more than just show up. Yeah. I want you to participate such as you do. Yeah. And that's what counts. We have to put in the work. One very important scripture that I want you guys to highlight is 1 Thessalonians 5, 12 to 13 in your spare time. And I'll read it for you. Now we ask you, brothers and sisters, to acknowledge those who work hard among you. Know them that labor amongst you, who care for you in the Lord and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard in love because of their work. Don't worship the pastor or the preacher or the bishop. It says to regard them in love because of their work. Live in peace with each other so we don't have time for all this bickering and fighting over foolishness. We labor together. It does not matter who works the hardest. The key word is that we work. Amen. You reap what you have sown, therefore you will harvest what you have planted. Amen. So what seeds will you sow? What investments have you made in your life as well as others? You have to plant something to be grown, right? Mm -hmm. You can't just wish for a tree if you don't plant the seed Amen. for the tree to grow. <laughs> Candace and I planted a bald cypress tree uh, after 10 years of being in our home, and it was a twig when it started. Now it's a big, huge, beautiful presence in the backyard. But it took some time to grow, but we had to water it, we had to till around it, we had to prune, we had to cut back, we had to cut away. So sometimes when you're planting and harvesting, you have to prune and cut away all the weeds and the grass that happen to grow around and try to choke out the yes. good soil. Yes, yes. You better say it. Because that's what the devil does. He wants to choke out the good yes, soil. Yes, Lord. And we can't let the devil do that. Amen. 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 You better say it. 
So we have to plant in order to get our harvest, but they got to be good seeds. You can't plant seeds of discord because Amen. that's what you'll reap. Amen. You reap what you sow. So if you plant unity, that's what you'll get. If you plant love, that's, that's what you'll get. If you plant foolishness, that's what's going to come back to you. It's like a boomerang. You throw it out there in the universe, the universe will respond. It comes back twice. Amen. Ugly. So you better be sowing love and understanding and unity and purpose. We don't always do what we need to do. We don't always do things right. None of us do. Amen. None of us are perfect. We all are perfectly flawed. Amen. I say this all the time. Amen. So just when you think you've arrived... God will show you that you still got work to do too. Yes, we all are a work in progress. Yes. Every single person. Yes, Jesus. Doesn't matter what level of Christianity you're on. Right. You're a new Christian or a seasoned Christian. Amen. We all have work to do. Yes, and there's always room for improvement. Amen. Amen. In everybody. Because nobody's perfect. So again, I ask you, what have you planted for God to harvest? Right. And when harvest time comes, will you be ready? My Lord, man. I pray so. In Jesus' name. Indeed. Amen. 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 Lord God, we thank you for this word today. Yes, Lord. Father God, thank you for allowing us to be good trees, to plant good seeds. Yes. So we can reap a good harvest, Father God. We trust you and we believe you. We stand on every promise that you have placed in this book. We ask you, O oh God, to help each of us to move past our situations and circumstances. Yes, Lord. And to just help us, Father God, to deal better with the cross that we have to carry. Amen. We ask you, God, for patience in the name of Jesus. We ask you for understanding in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. We ask you, O oh God, for strength in the name of Jesus. We yes, ask you yes, to Jesus. empower us in the name of Jesus. We ask you to encourage us in the name of Jesus. We ask you to comfort us in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Father God, to just help us get up every day with yes, a gratitude. Yes, amen. Yes, yes, thank you, Lord. Waking up. Thanking you, Father God, yes, Lord. for letting us see the rising of the sun. Yes, Lord. Ooh, we thank you, O oh God, yes, for keeping us near the cross. Amen. My Lord. We thank you for your protection over us. Yes, we thank Amen. you, O oh God, for guarding us in all of our ways so that we don't dash our foot against a stone. We thank you, O oh God, that you are our refuge yes. and our comfort and our leaning post. We ask you, Father God, to continue to give us the strength and the wherewithal to stand in these evil days and untrying times. Guard us. Keep us, Lord God. Cover us with the blood. Not only this day, but every day. That we arise and we step outside of those square walls to face the universe, yes, Lord God. 
place your bubble of protection over us. We are rear shield and buckler. And lift up that banner against the enemy. Hallelujah. Send him packing from whence he came. The pit of hell. We thank you, O oh God, for giving us heaven on earth. Yes, Lord. And we ask you, O oh God, to help us to see that you have given us heaven on earth. Oh, yes. <laughs> and allow us to live in the comfort of your care. Oh, yes. In Jesus Christ, our Lord, we ask. Amen. Amen.